The name of the book is called Only Prince Charming Gets to Break the Rules, Gender and Rule Violation in Fairy Tales and in Life. Dr. Anne Beale is the author of this book about Prince Charming breaking the rules. Prince Charming is clearly... So you wrote a biography about me, Anne. <laughs> I did. I absolutely did. What, what <laughs> Hello, is this? Prince Charming. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, someone ought to call me that. It's about time. What is this book about? You know, this book is actually an analysis of fairy tales and folk tales all around the world. And uh, as you know, I am a big fan of fairy tales. And we wanted to look at how these fairy tales are around the world, and we wanted to analyze how peop- how uh, males and females are viewed in these fairy tales, who breaks the rules in them, and who gets punished. Okay, so why do we care? I mean, why should why should I, as an, an adult, or at least as close as you might get to an adult, uh, but why should I or or anyone care about what fairy tales say? Yeah, you know, that's a really good question. And um, people often say to me, hey, fairy tales and folk tales are for kids. No one takes them seriously. And actually what we found in some research that my firm conducted is that most people are very familiar with fairy tales, and they wish their lives were a lot more like them. So, And fairy tales, I think, actually are something that we sometimes look toward when we are evaluating our lives, and we look and see whether, hey, did my life kind of turn out like, uh, you know, uh, Cinderella? Did I get my Prince Charming or did I become king of the castle? So, yeah, fairy tales are important and they're important for culture because they are one of the ways we transmit culture. Do young kids who are busy with video games and all the rest, are they paying attention anymore to fairy tales? Well, I think Disney would say they are, actually. Disney yes, makes quite a bit of money yeah. <laughs> off of uh Beloved fairy tales, uh, Cinderella grossed over $500 million domestically, you know, very quickly, uh, Mulan, and other uh, sort of Disney princesses uh, have been very, very uh, prevalent and very uh, popular. All right, so the name of the book is called Only Prince Charles Gets to Break the Rules. Uh, and and what you're saying here, I, I believe, <laughs> is that I can break the rules, or the men in the fairy tales can break the rules. Uh, the women, not so much. Yeah, unfortunately, what we found, and this was around the world, so we actually looked at fairy tales in Africa, in Asia, in Europe, in North America. We looked at Native American tales. Uh, we looked at uh, fairy tales around the world, and we found the exact same thing, which is that male characters break the rules two-thirds of the time, Females break them off a third of the time, and that in general, male characters are either rewarded or are not punished. But 75% of our female characters are punished and quite severely. Why do you think that is? Is that because guys are writing those fairy tales? <laughs> well, you know, the fairy tales are not that different, actually. You know, there's, I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but there's 1,500 versions of Cinderella, and there's a Cinderella in every culture. Um, so I think that fairy tales actually uh, are not necessarily written by guys, although clearly the Grimm's brothers wrote their version of fairy tales, but they actually collected them from women fairy tale tellers. So, no, I think these are cultural things, and I think that there is, within the gender stereotypes, there's a, the male stereotype is a rugged, rebellious, uh, you know, he's somebody who 
takes charge and, you know, challenges authority and tricks the, you know, the king into something, right? That, that, that male stereotype is, is really kind of a rule breaker. I mean, he's a bad boy and he's celebrated in our culture. You know, we like bad boys. And that's not the case. We don't really celebrate bad girls in the culture. In fact, we don't like them. And so I think it's part of the male stereotype that goes across cultures. And I think it's also um, a way that we kind of keep the genders uh, in line, so to speak. Now, you didn't just write this book out of your head. What you did is what you do, right? You're a researcher and you researched all these fairy tales, as you mentioned, from all over the world. Yeah, 200 of them uh, were analyzed uh, over and over in many different ways. And then we did statistical analyses and looked at what was happening. And then we actually looked at some data in real life that shows that um, when males and females break the rules, say, for example, in the legal field, uh, female lawyers who do the exact same ethical violations that males do get much harsher punishment. Really? Same thing in the financial services industry, yeah. Well, oh, oh, just back, back it up a step. So yeah. lawyers who do bad things, and some might mm-hmm. say that's most lawyers. I, I, <clears throat> I don't know. But lawyers who do bad – seriously, though, it's uh, women get into trouble and the men do those same things and don't? Yeah. It, well, I would, what happens – so the American Bar Association actually tracks all of this data. So we're looking at data sets that are huge – you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of, of lawyers. But, yeah, for the exact same ethical violation, if you compare the gender of the person doing the violation, the female gets punished much more harshly. So she gets much more significant punishment than, than does the male for the exact same thing. And that's controlling for all the variables uh, uh, that go well, into that analysis. Yeah, Karen, yeah. Karen Conti, who's our legal analyst here at WGN Radio, will be on later in the show. That is something to ask her about. Is that true in many professions? It's true in many professions. Uh, I believe it's true in all professions, but I believe it. it, I could find data, for example, for financial service professionals, and that was a data set of 1.2 million people and behaviors. And what, again, they found was that female financial services people who had some type of a violation, were, again, punished much more severely. They were more likely to be fired. They had a hard, harder time getting a job. And yet, interestingly, male financial service professionals who break the rules tend to do so repeatedly and tend to cause much more damage than the, the females. But, yeah, the, the women get much, much more severely punished. And um, in the field of medicine, uh, when a patient dies, uh, if the patient's uh, physician is female, referrals go down by about a third right away to that female physician. Yet when a male physician has a patient die, referrals are not affected at all. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So we have just uh, seconds left here. Is there really such a thing as Prince Charming? <laughs> uh, Prince Charming is the the royal male and who is the desired um, partner in many fairy tales. And um, I would say that uh, if he's breaking the rules, he's not so charming. But in life, are there Prince Charmings that don't break the rules? And sometimes yeah, breaking I mar- the... I married one. There so. you go. All right. I set, I set her up for that. 
All right. The name of the book, <laughs> Only Prince Charming Gets to Break the Rules, another award winner from Dr. Ann Beal. I'll read the entire title. Only Prince Charming Gets to Break the Rules, Gender and Rule Violation. Violation. Someone's going to get a ticket here. In Fairy Tales and in Life. Dr. Beal, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.